Today's parenting AOD is, what would I tell a room full of parents? Welcome back to the Parenting Advice of the Day show on everythingaboutparenting.com. Today's advice comes from Mark Redmond. Let's listen. I'm the director of uh, Spectrum Youth and Family Services here in Burlington. We work with homeless teenagers, runaways, young people addicted to drugs and alcohol, young people suffering from mental illness. I've been at Spectrum for 12 years, but I've done this type of work for 34 years. And I received an email about a year ago from a woman who was a donor of ours, and she said she was a lifetime educator, and she'd been asked to go to a private school in Vermont and to address the parents of the students. And she emailed me and said, uh, you've been doing this work a long time. What advice would you give to a room full of parents? So I emailed back and said, wow, that is a great question. And the advice I would give them is, number one, you have to believe in your child. You have to believe in their capabilities. You have to believe in their potential. You have to believe in their very goodness as a person. And when I look back at my own life and my own childhood, it's the people who believed in me who had the greatest impact on me. Parents, teachers, relatives. I sometimes tell the story in high school I played lacrosse. My junior year, I made the varsity team. I was named starting defenseman. And I started off playing really well. But the coach was a screamer. He believed that the way to motivate people was to scream at them. Well, the more he screamed at me, the worse I did. By the end of the season, I had completely lost confidence, and I was sitting on the bench. The next year, I transferred to another high school, much bigger high school, much higher le level of athletic play. And uh, I thought, wow, I'll be lucky to even make the team. Well, I did make the team. I started out third string, a couple of injuries, I'm on the field. I had a really good season. I played really well. Now, why was that? Because this coach was not a screamer. He was an encourager. I could have a bad play. And he would say, that's all right. Get back in there. I know what you're capable of. He believed in me. He believed in me even when I didn't believe in me. But the more he believed in me, the more I started to believe in myself. But just because you believe in your child doesn't mean you're their best friend. And I see a lot of parents who are trying to become their kid's best friend. That is not your role. Think of a really good friend who you have. Do you set limits around that friend's behavior? No. Do you set boundaries for that friend? No, that's not what a best friend does, but it's exactly what a parent is supposed to do. The next thing I would tell those parents in that room is, you need to model the behavior that you want your children to follow. I have a quote up on my office wall by the Italian author Umberto Eco. I heard it on the way into work one day on Writer's Almanac. I wrote it right down. He said, I believe that what we become depends upon those things our fathers teach us in odd moments when they aren't trying to teach us. Now, he should have said fathers and mothers, but his point that we need to model the behavior we want our children to follow is right on. It's dead on. 
If we want our children to be kind, compassionate, respectful, motivated, we need to be these things. We can't be preaching one thing and living something out. The next thing I would tell them is, don't make excuses for your child. If your child does something wrong, help them to own up to it, to admit it, to apologize, to make amends if possible, and move on. I would not lawyer up unless absolutely necessary. <laughs> what does lawyering up teach young people? That if they have enough money, they can get away with anything. It teaches them that uh, the rules of society really don't apply to them. And that is frankly how sociopaths are created. I would not emotionally rescue my child. Not everybody makes the all-star team. Not everybody makes the honor roll. Boys break up with girls. Girls break up with boys. All these things hurt. They're all disappointments. Young people need to learn how to deal with hurt and disappointment. Because we all know adulthood is going to be filled with hurt and disappointment. <laughs> they need to learn as children how to deal with these painful feelings. If not, they're going to have to learn as adults. And they'll probably learn that drugs and alcohol is a very easy way to get rid of those painful feelings. And we don't want that. I would limit the electronics. And that is hard, because we are awash in iPhones and iPads and Kindles and smartphones. I was in church recently, and there was a mother in front of us with a daughter who looked like she was six or seven years old. The entire church service, the girl had earbuds in and a smartphone, and she's playing some video game. I almost leapt over the pew. <laughs> I didn't. My wife restrained me. Very smart person. But I feel like saying to this woman, really? Really? I would really try and limit the electronics and encourage reading. Reading, reading, reading as much as you can. The other thing I would do is uh, watch the news. We do this every night in my home. I have a 12-year-old son. My wife and I DVR the local news half an hour and then the national news. Then we speed through the commercials, and we watch the stories. And if he has any questions about any story, we pause it right there. We did it last night. Why is there fighting in the Ukraine? Why have they stopped looking for the Malaysian airline? Why are people refusing to have their children vaccinated? And we talk about that with him. You want your child to grow up informed about what's going on in the world and to be a critical thinker, to ask questions and to form opinions. And if those opinions are different from yours, even better. The next thing I would tell those parents is to really encourage idealism in their child. Teach them about Rosa Parks, about Nelson Mandela, about William Wilberforce, about Dorothy Day. Watch the movie Selma together. Watch Amazing Grace. Watch 42 about Jackie Robinson and tell your child, these people made a difference in the world. And you can make a difference in the world. You have the right and the responsibility to build upon the things that my generation did well and improve them and to correct the things that we haven't done well, of which there is no shortage. They, need, they may not win the Nobel Peace Prize, so what? That's not what this is about. It's about using the intelligence, the skills, and the talents they have to help create a better world. Being negative, being cynical, 
is easy. Anybody can do that. That's the lazy way out. You want to inspire in them the sense that they can create a better world. And finally, I would tell those parents, you need to tell your child, I love you. Don't presume they know that. They need to hear it out of your mouth. You need to say it through childhood, through adolescence, and for the rest of their lives. They need to hear it, and you need to say it. Not every parent gets it right every time. I know I don't. I have two children. I don't get it right every time. But I really believe if you do these things, and you really bring to the parenting role the sense of seriousness it deserves, and the sense that it truly is the most important thing you will ever do in your life, raising that child, then I think your chances of having a child who's happy, who's healthy, and who knows their place in the world, your chances of that are very good. Thank you very much. There it was, today's parenting advice of the day. Congrats for listening and we hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for you and your child. We'll be waiting for you tomorrow with another awesome parenting advice.